Good morning. I'm Arjun Singh from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Wednesday, December 30th. James is out for the holidays, but I'll be here instead with the stories you need to know. In today's news, the first case of a highly infectious coronavirus variant was detected in Colorado. And in Louisville, police moved to fire two more officers involved in the raid that killed Breonna Taylor. But first, the big idea. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell appeared to dash the hopes of those who hope to send stimulus payments of up to $2,000 to most Americans when the Kentucky senator blocked consideration of a House bill that would do just that on Tuesday. But McConnell's move was just the beginning of a saga that is likely to engulf the Senate for the rest of the week. The issue is royal the Republican Party, as President Trump, in a rare alliance with Democrats like Bernie Sanders and Nancy Pelosi, has forced Republicans to publicly take sides on an issue the party is not in unison on. As my colleagues Mike DeBonis and Tony Rahm report, Trump attacked GOP leadership on Tuesday, calling them pathetic for failing to act while more Senate Republicans joined with the president in calling for $2,000 payments. That includes Senators David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler, who are both competing in tight runoff re-election races in Georgia that Republicans need to win to maintain control of the Senate. As pressure mounts on McConnell to hold a vote on the checks, the senator on Tuesday started the process for moving to votes on two bills later in the week. One would be the House's approved bill that would send $2,000 checks. The other would be a bill that would combine the measure for the checks while establishing a commission to study election fraud in addition to a repeal of liability protections for technology companies and other firms that President Trump has been pushing. Many Democrats accuse McConnell of cynical political brinksmanship, but by packaging the formation of an election fraud commission with the $2,000 checks, McConnell could give Republican senators an opportunity to publicly vote for the payments even if the bill never becomes law. Senate Minority Leader and Democrat Chuck Schumer accused McConnell of poisoning a bipartisan process and called the action, quote, a blatant attempt to deprive Americans of a $2,000 survival check. Senator Bernie Sanders issued his own ultimatum. On Tuesday, Sanders announced his intention to block a congressional override of President Trump's veto of the national defense budget unless McConnell allows a standalone vote on the House's bill. Sanders' threat is even more potent given the upcoming Senate elections in Georgia. Without unanimous consent for a veto override, the Senate cannot vote on it until Friday at the earliest, raising the prospect that both senators from Georgia may have to miss crucial days on the campaign trail to stay in Washington. Sanders said, quote, Let's not muddy the waters. Are you for $2,000 or not? And that's the big idea. Here are two other stories that should be on your radar. Number one, officials in Colorado reported the first case of a faster spreading coronavirus variant that has been circulating across much of the United Kingdom and the United States on Tuesday. According to Colorado Governor Jared Polis's office, the case involves a male in his 20s who lives about 50 miles southeast of Denver. The man has no travel history and is currently in self-isolation. The Post, Joel Achenbach, Lena Sun, and Isaac Stanley Becker report that scientists believe that while this new variant of the coronavirus is more transmissible, it is not more dangerous and does not make people sicker. According to data from Public Health England, a UK government agency, the new strain does not appear to be leading to increased hospitalizations, and all available evidence indicates that vaccines and immunity built up in the population should protect against the strain of the coronavirus. A federal scientist familiar with the case said that the man's lack of travel stands in contrast with most confirmed cases outside of the UK and indicates this is not an isolated case. 
The Centers for Disease Control shared that assessment in a statement Tuesday, saying additional cases of the new variant will be detected in the U.S. in the coming days. Justin Lessler, an epidemiologist at Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health, said that he would be, quote, astounded, unquote, if the Colorado case were the only case of the new virus variant to show up in the U.S., but that the arrival of a new variant, quote, doesn't fundamentally change the nature of the threat. Number two. Louisville, Kentucky police have moved to fire two officers involved in the fatal raid of Breonna Taylor's home over the summer. The Post Marissa Ayati reports that Detective Joshua Jaynes, who was responsible for the no-knock search warrant, received a pre-termination letter Tuesday. The department is also seeking to terminate Detective Miles Cosgrove, who fired the shot that proved fatal to Taylor. In Jaynes' pre-termination letter, Chief Yvette Gentry accused Jaynes of lying in writing, that he verified through a U.S. postal inspector that Taylor was receiving packages related to her ex-boyfriend's alleged drug activity. Jaynes never spoke to a postal inspector, as he wrote. Instead, he received the information about Taylor's home through a chain of communication that involved another officer involved in the raid and another Kentucky Police Department an investigation found. The accusation that Jaynes lied to obtain the warrant also raises questions about the validity of the raid, which has fueled frequent protests since it happened in March. In her letter, Gentry also said Jaynes should have implemented better controls, supervision, and scrutiny during the raid. Attorneys for Jaynes and Cosgrove did not immediately respond to inquiries from the Post, but Jaynes' attorney, Thomas Clay, told the Courier-Journal that he and his client plan to contest the attempted termination at a hearing on Thursday. The attempted terminations of the two comes after terminated officer Brett Hankinson, who was also involved in the raid, was previously fired by the department. In September, Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron charged Hankinson with three counts of wanton endangerment for shots he fired that entered a neighboring apartment. That's The Daily 202 for Wednesday, December 30th. Thanks for listening. I'm Arjun Singh. I'll talk to you tomorrow.